This podcast was recorded and produced on Turrbal, Yagara and Bundjalung country. Blackbirds acknowledges and pays respects to the traditional custodians of the land and their elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, we are back with another episode of No Offence But, a Blackbirds podcast hosted by me, Aisha Ash, and featuring Indigenous, Black and Brown creatives, artists, entrepreneurs, musicians and professionals. Today I'm joined by the talented, vibrant and very funny Hannah Bronte. Hannah Bronte is a practicing visual artist whose music videos, banners and large-scale installations explore the role of Indigenous Black women through recurring themes of resilience, matriarchy and power. Influenced by her work as a DJ and her fascination with the spoken word, she is conscious of intertwining the knowledge of all her ancestors in each work she creates. Hannah has recently drawn on holistic, spiritual and physical healers as consultants for her work, which led her to becoming a doula. Hannah is a very, very good friend of mine. And when we hang out, apart from both loving art and talking about fabulous things, we also love pop culture. So in today's episode, we will be discussing a variety of pop culture topics, diving a little deeper into the Travis, Kylie, Young, Sweet Row, Sweet Young Row, What Is Her Name, Does Anyone Know drama, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills finale, What Really Happened in Aspen, and Celebrity Halloween Costumes. Plus, there's a few detours to Chris Jenner, Black China, TikTok, and the Melbourne Cup. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, Hannah Bronte, welcome <laughs> to No Offence But. We've got a different episode today. We're talking about some pop culture things, you know, important news in our lives to keep us from going insane. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, um, thanks for having me. I'm Hannah Bronte. I'm a visual artist and I dabble in other realms, but this is so fun and I'm excited to maybe become a pop culture princess. <laughs> you already are. I feel like we are very good on that. And then Jesswa, your partner, just pops in every now and then with a little really good hot take <laughs> yeah. about yeah. incorrect ages of people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I want to ask you, when was the last time you were offended? Yes, I was actually thinking about this and it was in the nail salon a few weeks <gasps> ago when I was getting my nails done and this lady um, came in and she spoke to the woman and said, um, asked her to speak English <gasps> in her establishment. And I'd, she did it once and I kind of checked the vibe because you know what I mean? You don't want to be like you know, romper stomping when they're not offended. So, but then I kind of checked that everyone was awkward and then she did it again, but kind of more aggressively. Also, when you're getting a manicure, that's kind of like, it's pretty intimate. Like someone's holding your hands and she did it in that moment. I just thought it was very off-putting and weird. And then she said she, um, yeah, wanted them to speak English. And I just thought it was really offensive. So I pulled her up and in the end, she thought they were bitching about her and... Turns out they were, but <laughs> it's the principle. <laughs> it is. And also, you know what? Let them bitch about her. She doesn't sound like a nice person. Clearly not. But, yeah, that was offensive. I just thought it was just ridiculous to get, yeah, I just, she was so riled up and so tense. Yeah, it was just really awkward and I just thought it was just so disrespectful. But also really funny outcome that they were bitching about her really rude husband. <laughs> Isn't it so funny though when you can see something's happening and you're like, do I step in? Because last night actually when I was at the airport, there were these two Muslim men. They were mm. quite old. One of them was in like a little – one of them had those little walkers that you can like sit on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, got to – the flight was delayed. It got to 8 p.m. and they did their prayers, you know, and they mm. put the, the mat out. Yeah. And there were these two women like sitting close to where they were and I could see them giving the side eye and I was uh. like, oh – if you say anything, you'd know I would be sprinting right out. Oh, I was like, I was getting ready. I was like, I'll put my computer away just in case I need to run over quickly. (laughs) High alert. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, will you leave these men alone? Yeah. Anyway, nothing happened, but I was ready because I was like, not on my watch, doll. Let let these people be peaceful and pray. Like, I feel like you can sense the vibe though when someone, um, you know, is like going to, do something like that, like pull up something and like that weird kind of like prickly energy. I hate 
that feeling. I hate it. That's why sometimes as well, though, I also think it's important, like, to check the vibe before you, like, step in. Because there's sometimes as well where the other person can be like, oh, I would never spend my energy pulling them up on that. I don't care. So, you know what I mean? I think I'm always mindful. That's why I was like, I let one ride out. And then (laughs) when she did it again, I was like, sorry, Sarah. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) Oh, bless us. (laughs) <laughs> and our meddling ways. <laughs> Truly. Oh, my God. Sorry for our kids when we have them. I'm going to be up in there at their Principal, school. Big yeah. principal's office energy. <laughs> yeah. Big, big clacking down the hallway in the yeah. high heels. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So today we've got a few topics to discuss. Perhaps more will come up as we go along. We've got sweet young road Travis Scott, Kylie Jenner. We've got the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills finale, celebrity Halloween outfits. So let's start with Sweet Young Row. <laughs> also, I always get confused because I've had a few people talk about her. They've said mm. Young Sweet Row. They've said Sweet Young Row. They've said <laughs> Young Row. And I feel like no one really knows who this woman is. She's elusive. I like that though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do we even know her age? Yes, I actually just Googled that because I was thinking about all of this and I was thinking about how when you Google her and now the idea of her as a young woman now being linked to Travis Scott, her whole identity and sense of self or anything you check online is all related to him. And it's Mm. so hard to find what she does or who she is or the biggest one that comes under Travis Scott is her before plastic surgery. And I was like, we're so cooked the way that we... Do you know what I mean? And now going to dissect yes. her on dresses based on her body and, I, um, yeah, who she's fucking. I just thought it was so creepy. So strange. So for those who don't know, Sweet Young Row and Travis Scott are rumoured to have had a relationship for close to 10 years on and off. Yeah. A solid decade. Yes. And <laughs> Kylie Jenner is actually the side chick and Sweet Young Row is the main chick. Apparently, apparently, allegedly, Mm. supposedly. (laughs) Now, Sweet Young Ro has been trolling Kylie and Travis on Instagram, mostly Kylie for a longer period of time. Kind of an iconic way, though. Yeah, in a really good way. It's funny. Can you explain that? So I feel like this is really kind of retro Instagram beef energy. So I feel like that, you know, it is, it's fully like the beginning of Instagram where um, celebrities would do instead of, you know, just like the full, like say it with your chest, like at you tweet energy, which we've seen now, the kind of old school thing of doing like a mysterious sort of open-ended caption under a photo Mm. so I feel like their stuff has been going back and forth like that for ages and then eventually young sweet row sweet young row (laughs) I don't know what she prefers I think sweet young row sounds cute but me too she did this one was like why don't you dress up as me was it was it that was it why don't you dress up as me for Halloween since you want him to love you so bad and then Kylie Jenner did uh well it's all assumed because everyone's like could have just been a random caption I don't think so babe um, she's probably got like a team of like 75 like young gals being like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we going to say back? <laughs> and they have like a whiteboard and like a million different post-it notes. But anyway, and then yes. she said in your dreams, that was like her response. But then Sweet Young Row did do a proper thing on her story and said that there was all these wild rumors and blah, 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 and addressed it and like said to leave her out of it. And also that she'd been with him. That like she's like like we've been together like this is not news kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, she posted that video when she was like on set with Travis allegedly, supposedly, Mm. and then Travis was like, "I don't know this woman. Nothing like she's such a soft boy for that. (laughs) Oh, you're a child." And then he released a statement on his Instagram, like yeah, 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 saying there's wild times and this is affecting real people's lives. Save me! Just be about it. If you're gonna muck around, just be about it. Do you know what I don't like about that as well? Is that he hasn't come out and said anything about Astro World yet and the deaths Mm. and. But that whole that whole thing as well, though. I'm like, is this just the mastermind of Big Mama Chris? Honey, Chris Jenner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this could totally just her being like, Kylie, honey, 
this is going to work. <laughs> well, and we still don't know the baby name, so I'm waiting for the no. next big scandal to drop so that they'll drop the baby name for us to be distracted. I actually think that Travis and Kylie have not been serious for a very long time. I mm. fully think that Kylie is queer. <laughs> like, <gasps> what about that? Like, the depth of the Jordan pain and heartbreak. She had a marriage ceremony with her. I just what? feel like there's, like, big, long vibes that I'm getting and then now with her friend Stacy Stacy I don't know but that sort of energy like the intensity of her female friendships is giving lesbian <laughs> well I always thought that Kendall was a lesbian I know I just don't think she's on my team oh okay so we're getting more <laughs> I fully reckon Kylie's yeah and I reckon they're open I reckon they just had a kid together and I just feel like this is like the huge um you know like they would lose so much of their audience if they openly said that they were like in an open relationship or if they were like just you know I don't know it feels like convenience it's similar to like all the rest of like Kardashian baby daddy energy where they want to have a baby to the same dude don't really want to be with the dude well you know that's interesting because apparently after the the astro world thing if the tragedy didn't happen they were Mm. Travis and Kylie was supposed to be doing a cover and a huge story for this magazine called W they had to get it stopped printing because of this tragedy and it would seem bad but apparently in that interview they were gonna announce that they didn't have a traditional relationship and they were in an open relationship Mm. wasn't that hinted at in the like playboy shoot that never came out yes I was like hinted at as well but so I fully reckon that they're just because like how old how old is um Kylie Jenner, what is she like? She is too young. Yeah. 12? No, I don't know. 12. (laughs) I feel like she must be. Big grade 7 No. Let me Um, me find her age. But so they're all really young. 25, yeah. Yeah, so they're younger. So then does that make her, that makes her on the cusp of Gen Z, right? Yes. That's a different era. I think they're playing like checkers and we're all playing chess. I think they're like doing their own thing and just sidelining. I honestly don't reckon any of this cheating, like, drama saga has any weight on their communication. I bet you they're still just doing casual, like, morning teas on their, like, drop-offs with the babies. Like, Yeah. Well, they don't live together or anything. Yeah. No. And that was, like, kind of lol, though, when I read that article that um Travis Scott was like, I just, you know, I need to be involved in my work. I was like... <laughs> And he needs his space. He has, like, a gigantic mansion. <laughs> he was like, I need my space. I was like, what, from your children? Like, Yeah, oh. from your <laughs> flesh and blood. What do you mean? <laughs> I can't with these men. Well, at least, you know, it's interesting you said the Gen Z and stuff because obviously Chloe and Tristan is, like, a whole other mm. situation and she just couldn't let go of him for so long. It is fascinating to me, though, considering how much they all do and all their own businesses that, like, the crux or, like, what makes people keep coming back to the show is all related to just romantic interest. Like, really, like, that's the depth. Like, I mean, you know, even when, like, Kim had her big, um, you know, people just don't want to get up and work. (laughs) Even that then was overshadowed by, like, Kanye tweeting Chris or – but I do know what I mean. I feel like if you really, like, boil it all down, I feel like this is just, like, good business for them mm. to keep that kind of traction and like chaos running it's just yeah. makes for a better show and yeah I just fully reckon it's theatrics I think they're just entertainers darling speaking of Kanye when he instagrammed or, about or did an interview about the Kardashians one of his many unhinged interviews lately and he said that Chris had slept with Drake did you see that yeah and I, I feel like couldn't you just imagine like Corey watching that being like <laughs> Feeling stressed, like no. Yeah. I just feel like Kanye needs to zip it, zip it, he... and just go on a retreat and find some healing. Where are his aunties? Where are the family members? He needs a good hiding. I feel like he may have just isolated himself that much that no one wants to talk to him, or he's fired everyone, or people mm. are afraid of him. He's just being so erratic. Obviously, he has mental health issues. Massively, but that amount of wealth. Yeah. yeah. That amount of he wealth. He lost $2 billion. Yeah. I know. And then did you see his fans are trying to fucking start a GoFundMe to get him back oh, up? Sweetie, please. Joel, sweetie, don't do it. I was just like, don't do it. 
No. That's, that's so giving the same amazing. energy as when people were raising funds for the Catholic Church for like Cardinal yeah. George Pell. It's like, darling. They did the same thing when what when it burnt down. Well, oh my god, that that was yeah. it. Notre Dame? No. Yeah. Was it? Was it? <laughs> oh my god. I only said Notre Dame road. because of yeah because of <laughs> the Hunchback, but not a world event. Fair enough. The hunch the Hunchback needs a home, but Hunchback of Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah, I think it was Notre Dame. Yeah, and they raised all this money. I was like, yeah, um, I just thought there's so many things like that that I just find so fascinating when I'm thinking about that. Just what that could be used for and what could be done. And yet, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, I just saw Travis is 31, Kylie's 25. Mm. That's, I mean, that's kind of like, it's not a big difference, but if she you're talking about the span young. of quite a few years, but then that's the same as her with like Tiger. Like she was a well, baby. Yeah. I think that was so weird and inappropriate and like creepazoid energy. Just the whole family is weird. The fact that. Tiger was dating Kylie, but then had a kid with Black China, who then ended up dating Rob, who had a kid mm. with Rob, and then Black China ended up suing them for like a hundred million dollars, but didn't win. It's yeah. just poor dream. Oh, I know. I think that's that for all the children, though. It's so strange. What a strange life. But I also was. I saw this thing on the old TikTok um, that <laughs> Black China has been. It's been alleged that she was trying to sex traffic women. <gasps> yeah. So she DM'd this girl to collab with her on OnlyFans, who's like a OnlyFans worker. It was also awkward because then the girl was kind of saying she was like, "I'm openly like a clout chaser," and I was like, "Sorry, what?" for the background I was like eh? and she like really confidently said that and I was kind of like all right okay say it she knows who she is all on the line and um <laughs> she got a dm from black china black china responded and was no, no it's black china sent her a thing saying like we should collaborate she was like oh my god I'm in LA like tell like I would love to and then she was like it's like 1 a.m and she's like come to my house also um there's there's a couple of red flags Pause. Then she gets there. So she gets an Uber to the Hollywood Hills, goes up to Black Giant's place, gets to the gate. Before she even gets in the gate, has to sign an NDA. No. Also, at this point, she says her phone's already on 20%. Um, this goes alone. Yeah. Goes no. alone. I was just like, ding, ding, ding. Like, there's so I'm just also a tactical yell. So yes. I feel like if there were ever anything where I had to be put in this position because I would never choose these things to, I would never be like yes sure I'll come to your house at 1am all of these things there's so many red flags so anyway blah 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 and then she gets held there for mm. six hours Black <gasps> China gets like shit faced off this bottle starts like telling her all these crazy things Black China does a shit in front of her no makes her come to the toilet with her like no. truly goo goo gaga like it's so strange so then she's there then she messages her friend and um, who's also an OnlyFans, like, um, gal. So, like, knew prior that she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Black China's house. And she was like, oh, my God, amazing. This is going to be incredible for you. So then she messaged her and she goes, this is not okay. I need your help. And then she starts sharing her location. Like, her – she was like – so then her friend's like, wait, are you serious? She's like, I can't tell if you're, like, joking or not. And then she's, like, screenshots her – phone percentage and blah, 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 blah. So all this, like, goes down. Then her friend, who she's staying with, comes and picks her up. And, um, yeah, so then she put it all online and so now it's getting investigated. So then now Black China's trying to sue her for defamation. <gasps> but the girl has all these, like, receipts. Like, she has the DM. She has, like, her location, which is, like, at Black China's place. She has um, – I can't remember if it was her lawyer or whatever. They've received the NDA, like, a copy of it. So – Crazy and dark. Wow. And apparently Baby Dream was in the house while this was all going down, which I just think is so unhinged and, yeah, sad. Very, very sad. It's I don't just don't think it's good for any of these kids to be in the spotlight that much at such a young age. Have we learnt nothing from all the Disney child stars over the years? I think it's interesting that Kim puts her kids online so much even after, like, the Paris robbery. You know yes. what I mean? Like even after something where someone so clearly was able to get access, do you think? I don't know. I just feel like I already in my um in my big level of fame. <laughs> I just feel like I wouldn't share my kids either just because of like they're so like the internet is so bizarre and people are so strange and desensitized to the idea that like these are just kids or I don't know. I just think safety and things like that and the internet they're just not yeah they don't go together. I just think it would be mm. so unhinged. 
It's also so weird the way they talk about their kids. It's like, oh, you're getting a new baby. It's like, oh. Mm. No, it's like, not a purchase, sweet pea. <laughs> That's a soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so strange. The whole family, the entertainment factor is there. Yeah. I did see a really interesting essay where, like, they were kind of talking about how um, kind of creepy it was for them to do that sort of handmaid's party when so many of them have had oh. surrogates. Yeah. And, like, that they were saying, like, there's really quite, like, tangled and, like, lack of self-awareness, you know what I mean, about this sort of – and I was like, ooh, that link just felt so – yeah, I just feel like that when you get deep into that idea of, like, surrogacy and, like, who their surrogates are and, like, I just feel like there's some really weird – vibes there where there's like a lack of self-awareness about that there's a really good instagram page called kardashian colloquium that if you're interested in i guess the intellectual musings and thoughts Mm. of people about the kardashians it's really good because this person just writes really interesting articles and points out a bunch of stuff and they were saying that kim's halloween costume which we'll get into later it was just one of the x-men people the blue x-men woman yeah mystique yeah, Mystique came in an interview previously. Was like, if I ever did a movie, I'd love to do a Marvel movie. I'd love to do. Oh, do you I mean just... like it's just like a plot? Yes, but I just feel like that we shouldn't ever be shocked by any of that. Like people that have gotten to that status being calculated because that's just the name of the game now. You know, yeah. Like, and also that's like interesting. We just watched this doco on kind of like the rise of grunge, and that was sort of like they were talking about how that was the last era of um kind of people with like inexplicable fame but not wanting it that mm. then it's switched and how like quickly it's switched now where people's goal is not necessarily about I don't know creativity isn't like the main driving front of you know that idea of success it's about fame like that is equated to yeah successfulness and like whether you're doing well and that like yeah. outward input kind of thing of like having fans and having that whereas like prior it was the opposite. Like people wanted to get away and the paparazzi were so invasive and that like spaces where there were, you know, obviously there wasn't social media and things like that, but even like digital cameras and like um, photographers, they were all like put in the cloakroom. Like no one was allowed to bring in, like at a lot of the venues that were kind of like frequented and like even like the Viper Room in LA, which like Johnny Depp ran. And so like that, that safety haven of where people didn't want to be documented, there wasn't an interest in photos with like you know all these other starlets and that kind of thing and then they were saying how quickly that shifted because that was like the rise of like Paris Hilton and like you know and so it's just like interesting what we're talking about now compared to that that whole kind of like tumultuous like energy of them being so yeah like fame is the goal like fame Mm. is the end result I just think it's really interesting it is you mentioned Paris Hilton which brings us to our next topic (laughs) Just Kathy um, Hilton, a mother, housewives of Beverly Hills. The finale's been on the last episode. It was a three-part finale. I feel like that could it could have been two parts. They could have condensed. Yeah. There was a lot of random stuff. I don't like when they do all the random backstage moments. I don't care. Mm. Andy feels like he's like demon. Like Andy feels like he's in his demon era. Like he just wants to stir the pot. He's yeah, he's a villain. He's a he's villain. loving the stirring. He's absolutely mm. loving it. This season on Real Housewives with Beverly Hills, huge drama involving Lisa Rinna, who's just, as she would say, she's just wackadoodle-doo. Eric and Jane. Soap actress. Yeah, yeah, she's a soap actress who was one of the first in Hollywood, I believe, to go ham on the the lip injections. She Mm -hmm. openly admits that. She's like, yeah, that was my thing. So Erica Jane, who's in the big scandal, her ex-husband Tom Girardi, being sued for fraud and embezzlement and for like ripping off a bunch of air crash victims. Kyle Richard Zemanski, who is Kathy Hilton's sister, the youngest, and she's been on the show the longest since the beginning. Mm. And then also Kathy Hilton herself, who was, of course, Kathy Hilton, mother of Paris and Nikki, married to Rick Hilton, very wealthy, very kooky, and is like a friend of on the season. Do you want to kind of give us a background to this incident in Aspen? I guess what we saw on TV and then we can go into the apparent truths behind it. What we saw on TV and then what they then talked about are two completely different things as well. Yeah. Um, also, I love how many times um, you could actually make that a game of how many times they mentioned Sprinter. 
You know? <laughs> no, we were in the sprinter. Sprinter. I called the sprinter. I, sprinter. <laughs> I was like, oh, you could have a shot every time they mention that. Like, that could actually be a very interactive moment. In the sprinter. Okay. Great. Anyway, <laughs> on to the next. Um, <laughs> so they were getting buzzed in Aspen and they were getting terps already. That was the same day as the tequila tasting, right? So they're already like, we're talking like lunchtime bevies, afternoon bevies, evening bevies. They drink then, a lot. Yeah, they love to drink. No hard feelings there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they did their tequila tasting. That was already a um, debacle. That's like one way to put it. Because yeah. Kendall Jenner's um, tequila was tasted by Ms. Renner, Lisa. Yes. Um, my good friend, Kendall Jenner, I'd like to try her tequila. And then Kathy, who kind of behaves like a toddler that needs a nap. Often. Yes. Like just sort of stomps around, barges around. Forgets to know, brush the back of her hair. Constantly. Wears slippers. Yeah. It's a lot going on. And then she gets cross because she thinks that the whole point of the tasting is about her tequila. And it was Yes. So then she's crossed her sister already. So this is just like the back context as to why I feel like Yes. Shit hit the fan. Yes. So then they're all out. They're doing dinner. Blah, 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 blah. They're talking about all their fabulous lives. And then um, Kyle Richards, Kathy's younger sister, says that she wants to go to another bar. So this is already yeah. the end of the night. So everyone's kind of like hesitant. Some people are like, yeah, some people are not. So then they go to this club in Aspen. So from what it sounds like, it's like a 300 cap club. So it's not yeah. huge, but it's big. Like it's big enough to have like an audience and like witnesses, which is yeah. why I'm surprised that there's not more side articles. But mm. so then they all get there. Everybody's getting terpsed. And then um, apparently, apparently, <laughs> this is according to Kiath, she's getting ignored by the wait staff and she's getting ignored by the hostess. And like, mm-hmm. and also when she says ignored, I'm just kind of like, were you being rude? Were you being a rude little? Was she being rude lady? and drunk? And, and also, yeah, like yelling and maybe they couldn't hear her and they were just like, None of that. Deal. None of that. Confirmed. That's all hearsay, but here I say. Yeah. Here <laughs> I say. I say. <laughs> and then blah, 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 blah. Kathy gets annoyed. Then Kathy says to one of the hostesses, she's like, what if I give you $200? Will you be able to go and get us some drinks? Because apparently they haven't been served as of yet. And then the woman goes and does it and then she says to another person, can I pay you to send some song requests to the DJ? As a DJ. (laughs) No. We're not at Blue Light Disco, loves. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Like, if you want to do that, you are so wealthy. Like, go and book your own venue. Go and do that. Or just listen to a playlist back at your gigantic ranch in Aspen. Or in the Sprinter. Oh, back in your sprint. I just, and anyway, and so then she says, can it, she wants to sling some cash. She wants requests. One of the requests is Michael Jackson. Which is just not, not on, but they don't Robo, understand. Many, many layers to that. Could not unpack that in a small episode. So then the guy says, where are you from? And she says, LA. And he says, well, you should go back there. Iconic. <sighs> Hilarious lad. That's so funny. So then apparently she gets fuming, sees red kind of energy turns back to the group apparently through like bared teeth kind of like angry angry mutt energy Mm. says to Kyle Richard we're going (laughs) Kyle is her little sister but also a 45 year old woman yes but like a grown woman and so then Kyle gets like huffy doesn't want to go so then Lisa Rinna sees that things are escalating. Lisa Rinna, who often likes to, I feel, insert herself in martyr energy, says, we're taking the sprinter. So that's sprinter number one, shot number one for everyone listening at home. <laughs> and then they get in the sprinter. And then apparently that's when she just starts going off and she's saying a lot. Then that's like a whole nother section where she starts saying she's going to destroy Kyle she's going to destroy NBC she goes on and on and on and then Lisa Rinna says that it's so traumatic and it's a tirade of abuse that she feels so rattled to her core she even says that if she doesn't get it off her chest that she could potentially get cancer from it oh Lisa Uh, big big pause ah so anyway yeah it boils into that and it kind of goes on and on and on and her and um Erica Jane are sort of just like dogs with a bone where they just want Kathy to be like penalized and like 
you know, like publicly trialed for this kind of energy. And they are just kind of like two like wicked sisters, the way they bounce mm. off each other. It's really strange and catty. And also I always think about in those situations, like I could not imagine. I'm so shocked. I would have snort laughed if someone had said that. Like I would have been snorting like Miss Piggy <laughs> if someone had said that. I cannot. You cannot take that seriously. No. Like give me, give me a goddamn break, Rinna. And also when Lisa Rinna's like, I'll tell you, I saw the devil last night and her name is Kathy Hilton. It's like, okay, Lisa, <laughs> just relax. Just relax, Lisa Rinna. I just don't think she ever could, though, because it's just, like, in her bones now to be a soap queen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, she has to, like, make it dramatised. And anyway, it was just, like, ridiculous and funny. She's so messy, Lisa. The thing is, though, so this happens, like, we only saw this on screen, like, maybe a month ago. And we didn't see any of that part. What no. All we saw was the just back shots of, like, the sprinter yeah. and them going into us. We didn't even see her go into the house. The club. Yeah, or the club. No, we didn't see any Nothing. Of that. And we just saw a few text messages from, like, Kathy, Erica, mm. Lisa. But in May when this was being filmed – there was like some morsels of information being dropped mm. that like what happened in the club was actually allegedly a lot, a lot worse. And I remember when this happened, we were like trying to find this information. And two stories got recanted. That was another yes. thing as well. Mm. When they were mentioning the racial like slurs that Kathy yes. said. Both of those stories you cannot find now. No. Well, apparently Kathy Hilton called one of the wait staff or the DJ the n-word apparently mm. that's what originally happened which makes like it just is odd and I remember saying this to you at the time when we were like researching this <laughs> that <laughs> Kathy Hilton's requesting Michael Jackson and, and then calling whoever's not playing at the n-word weird mm. weird weird then though at um the reunion, the reunion Erica mm. comes full out and says like at the reunion that Kathy actually called someone the f-word and, like, F as in, like, for a gay man. So she went yes. from racist to homophobic in a hot sack. And then Andy's like, well, we did a HR investigation. Oh, no, we couldn't doing. find anything. Didn't oh, they say we're doing? I thought they said we did and we couldn't it, find. Oh, I don't know. Also, I was kind of like, hmm, imagine if she did say that and Andy's sitting there, like, <gasps> as a queer man. And I was like, interesting. There's been so many moments of that. I remember once when Yolanda Hadid was on the show, Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid's mum, who's so problematic, and Yolanda was saying to Andy and the other women, like, being gay is a choice, and Andy's like, Mm. and and she's like, well, yes, it is, because we had one who was, then wasn't, then was again. And I was like, no. We had one? (laughs) Yeah, like, one in the family. Statistically not possible, darling. There's a couple more in your brood. It's just like stuff like that must happen and Andy must be like, oh, my God. Someone else said the F word in another season. Who said it? Kayla? I don't know if it was maybe even on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, there's some wild, 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 um, yeah, homophobia in all of the housewife things I find it so fascinating as well where they got all obsessed with like candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta with Portia and like all of that obsession about um like how quick they were to defend that they like never would have a queer experience and like blah 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 and like how like you know disgusting and like how could you say this slander and like obviously the sex dungeon like was Terry Chopper that was random But I feel like it was just interesting the way they all jumped in to be like, it would be so wrong. And I was like, wow, okay, relax. And then just not even like that long ago, they had this hen's night kind of party for one of them. I can't remember what it was. Oh, oh. the one with with Bolo? Was it for Cynthia? with the stripper. And then all the girls were just fucking lezzing out, like willy-nilly, riding each other. Yes. But it just is so interesting how they all don't keep that hush-hush. And I was like... Yeah, the need to be so far kept removed from, like, any kind of, like, queerness for all of them is sad. It's so sad. But a big part of their brand is still, like, all their Christianity as well. Yeah. Like, that's still a big part of their brand. That's a huge part of their audience. Mm, mm. Well, but going back to Kathy, <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think happened? I reckon she dropped the N-bomb. 
I reckon mm-hmm. she dropped even some more dated racial terms because from what I vibe from her, I feel like this is, like, long-term. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, think about, like, her pedigree and, like, what she's been bred into and mm. even how, like, her their mum and everything like that told them that, like, they would have to marry rich and, like, you know, like that idea that, like, they would have to marry up sort of thing I feel like anyone that has had that they can often be some of the worst for like um punching down and that sort of energy where it's that idea where like I'm not down there so someone else has to be below me and like I Mm. feel like that yeah I reckon she dropped numerous slurs and the way she throws tantrums I was like yeah she was probably just firing them off rapid fire I remember as well in May when these first little tidbits were dropping out there, I remember Lisa Rinna putting something on her story like, mm. look at her son, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because I believe there's video Baron. footage of Baron Hilton mm. saying racial slurs to someone. Yeah. And then also there's rumours of Paris, Paris. saying yeah. racial slurs. And there was so, that thing about Paris where she like got the makeup artist or whatever, she like made sure that they're all white. And I was like, what? Like, she didn't want any, like, black um, makeup artists doing her makeup. And she, like, made a point of that when she was, like, doing her DJ tour. And I was like, what the? Yeah. Ew. I just feel like it's, I just, yeah. And then um, Jess, Jess, well, I'm the partner, <laughs> said that they think that maybe part of the break of breakup of friendship with Nicole Richie and Paris was, like, racial. Because yes. of like about like Nicole Richie's family and like Lionel Richie and like that like that's a black family that adopted her and that's like her whole network of family and like extended family and um yeah how that would have like deeply impacted her if that was her best friend's family who were racist yes oh god it's just a lot and now Kyle and Kathy they have a very torrid relationship they're always fighting they were on good terms for a couple of years and now I don't think they're going to be on good terms anymore but Kyle kind of just looks like it was like actually so sad when you watch the reunion Kyle just looks like she's in like um like freeze mode you know like fight or flight freeze Mm -hmm. now saying there's like the other one I feel like she's just like shut down and getting like so panicked and she's like in yeah, I don't know. But I was like, what went down in their household? Because it is just a very strange dynamic, the way that they want to just, I don't know, kind of like rip each other apart. It feels bad. And Kathy feels very manipulative and like she's got a really like hard under like tone to her. Mm, you know what else is weird about that? So Kyle is married to Mauricio, who's a Mexican Jew. Yeah. They've got three daughters together who are Mexican mm. Jewish. And then Kyle's first husband, with with who her eldest daughter was with, is Indonesian. Yeah. yeah. So she has brown children. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder if that also plays a part in why Kyle I gets so upset. always think about that when I think about, like, all of these things coming out. Is that, like, what about all your daughters when that's their auntie, like, hearing that mm. or knowing about that like I just feel like that would be disgusting disgusting absolutely disgusting (laughs) that reunion was so chaotic and messy though and also like Dorit Dort (gasps) like Dort Dort just her inputs were all so so she just rambles on and Andy's always yawning when she's speaking and yeah Andy plays into that so hard, but I do think that that whole reunion was just so messy. There's so much. I feel like there's too much chaos that's gone on between all of them. Yeah, I reckon they're going to start culling and, like, do a whole new reboot. Yeah, well, rumour has it that Lisa Rinna's out. Mm. If they pull out an OG like that, they'll have to put in someone, like, to her status, though. Yeah, and I don't know who that would be. They'd need, like, a celebrity. They tried with Mm. Denise Richards. That backfired. Hard, but that's also because Denise just wasn't about it. She no. wasn't like interested or playing into. Also, another queer kind of shunning within mm. that. So oh my god, many. that was huge. That yeah, was huge. So much queer shunning in all of the housewives, which is so fascinating to me, considering that like the mastermind behind it is a queer man. Yeah, you know what? I wonder if Sheree or is it Sheree Will Smith's first wife, who's now like on the Sheree show as a friend. Love. 
Yeah, I wonder if she'll be on as a full-time housewife. It would be mm. great to have two black housewives. Yeah, that's just way too much pressure for Garcelle. It's feral. Oh, but it'd be funny. At least with Cherie, she would have some, like, yeah, backup chat. They'd be able to, like, you know, have, like, yeah. good debriefs about all those dinners. I would love to hear their version of events. Imagine if Jada came on. Oh, Jada would never. She would probably just turn no. it all into Red Table. And be that would be so good, though. I would love She'd to. She'd try and unpack everything, like, yeah, with like higher self energy. Okay, let's move on to the next topic, which is celebrity Halloween costumes. Have you had a look at any? Yeah, I had a look at heaps, and I feel like that particular article where I was saying they're all too like raunchy and revealing. I was like, have nobody watched Mean Girls? Yeah, it's like the the one time of the year <laughs> that a girl can dress up <laughs> as a slut and get away with it or something. Um, and poor Lindsay Lohan comes as like the bride. Right. No, is it Carrie? Does she? Well, isn't she wearing a wedding dress and she's got like... I thought it was like Carrie from the end of that movie, you know, where she gets like the blood all over it. Oh, is that because she gets her period? No. I like, I can't remember. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I saw the photo of Kylie Jenner's outfit and I was like, oh my God, you're so photoshopped. Stop photoshopping Mm. yourself that much. And it's annoying too because that's – it's not annoying. It's like whatever. But it's just Elvira, that like iconic – like the woman who played that as well. Like she was such a big sex symbol but she was also really interesting about women's empowerment and like body autonomy and things like that. So I was sort of like – I mean, I don't know. I'm probably reading into Mm. it. But I feel like the depth of like she also was known to have like plural lovers and like talked about that very early on in her career that like, yeah, you need like – a lover in like each place where you're performing because like that's the only way to like kind of like keep the spice of life and like as a performer and I was like oh my god could this be like a Go deep, off, sis. could this be like a deep meaning Halloween costume <laughs> where she's going right Elvira <laughs> right young sweet row right try <laughs> I don't think it's that deep but I do think that like that old school almost soft porn like kind of like horror era thing that's been going for a long time and I kind of like that um a lot of the costumes were more spooky this mm. year I like oh my gosh did you see Heidi Klum's outfit <laughs> worm the worm I despise worms and so looking at that huge <laughs> worm outfit is so makes me want to gag have you seen though because there was that huge tiktok trend where that girl asked her boyfriend what would you do if I was a worm have you seen this no Okay, so there's this huge TikTok trend where lots and lots of people were doing to their partners, what would you do if I was a worm? Would you still love me? And so it was this huge thing and it was like so dumb and funny. But I asked Jess and I said, what would you do if I turned into a worm? And then Jess was like, well, you'd get lonely. So I'd probably put you back in the garden. <laughs> so actually like when Heidi Klum did it, I was like, I don't even know if she knows that reference, but it's like so many people were like, Okay, well, let's test this. Like, <laughs> let's, just, let's take it to the next level. If I was but Heidi Klum stays doing the most for Halloween. She's done some psycho costumes throughout the years, like wild costumes. Yeah, she does the best. I think she has a Halloween party every year and she's mm. just the queen of Halloween. Oh, she did a terrifying one where she was um, like a human like body with like muscles. <gasps> like, yes. Um, so yes. scary. Yeah. Oh, no, Diddy is the Joker. He was in character. He looked so much <laughs> like the Joker. It was crazy. It was amazing. I loved it. But don't you reckon, though, as well, that there's so many more where it's not? Yeah, it was kind of just more, like, spooky and, like, scarier energy it was a lot more prominent, except for Lizzo, <laughs> who did Marge and Miss Piggy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Kim dressed as Mystique. Oh, mm. my God, did you see there's a picture? Kim went to Tracy Ellis Ross's 50th yeah, birthday. Yeah, in costume. In costume and it wasn't a costume mm. party. I know. And also Tracy Ellis Ross looked fly. 50 Always does high. though. I'm really interested in her as well because, you know, she's done a few interviews about being a woman in her 50s and not having children and not being mm. in a relationship and how that's, yeah. that shouldn't define her and, like, mm. can't her work just speak for itself and can't she just live a fabulous life? I'm like, yes, you can and you are. You're amazing. Did you see that interview with her with Kevin Murphy? Oh, no, Kevin Murphy? No. Kevin, not Kevin Kevin Murphy. Hart? <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, that Wait, would be such a random. Kevin Murphy a yeah, stylist? I thought it was like Britney's, isn't that Britney's like baby daddy? 
Oh, Kevin Federline. Oh, whoops. Okay. That's who I was imagining in my head. I was like, oh my God, what did I just say? <laughs> no, with, um, yeah, with Kevin Hart. Did you see that interview? Have you seen that? Mm-mm. I thought that was really funny where she was saying that she finds it really tricky when she's on dates and things like um, when things are getting awkward or like uncomfortable. She just goes into humor. And, like, she feels like she goes into, like, this jazz bar voice where she's like, I don't know, this place is great. And, like, Kevin Hart's like, that's why you're single. Because he was like, stop going to the jazz bar. Stop doing that voice. And she was just kind of saying that she was like, well, you know, like, I can just tell when it's not going somewhere so at least we could laugh. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Just her going, I don't know, this man is hip. I was like, shut up. (laughs) I don't know anything about her private life. It's very private. Which is great, though. But I think that that's also a testament to like who her mum is like Diana Ross where that's like that old diva energy you know what I mean Mm. like she's kind of kept that going where like even though she's in the public eye she's kept a certain level of like autonomy over what she does and doesn't share it on a side note it's so strange that Ashley Simpson is married to Diana Ross's son I know when I saw that I was like what so strange I know I feel like they have a kid together too yeah they do they have a baby I also feel like that was so with all the Halloween costumes. But one thing that I saw that I thought was so dumb was where they were. I, I mean, also it's maybe the worlds that we move in. For me, I was mm. like, none of these are crazy. Like, not a single one. No. No. I've seen less on the dance floor. When I was driving back from Woolworths the other day, I saw this group of guys who were dressed up in Halloween costumes. And honestly, the my favorite Halloween costume yet, they were dressed as. Big reveal. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the word. I'm trying to trying to remember the word. They were dressed as yowies. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, congratulations. Love the costume. Big cultural significance in this country. <laughs> I'd love that's to so see good. one. And terrifying. At night, I would have been like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wonder where, how long it took them. There was like six of them and they were all dressed as yowies. I love that though, a collective um, dress up. I also think we need to have a big spooky party next year. I also found it interesting how so much of um, what I saw online this year as well was like obviously because the Melbourne Cup was on, but how so many people oh. just like gapped that and were doing Halloween parties instead on the yes. um, day off. And I was thinking about how different that is. I don't know if you were wrangled into it, but I definitely – when I was younger, I was wrangled into going to the races. I went once. Oh, I've never been. I saw a girl. Okay. So <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, the races starts in the day. It's at a big field. It's like not a field. What is it? A racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, so you start drinking early, right? You pregame early wearing hideous dresses like things that I just feel like I. it's the most disgusting fashion terrible head fascinators all of this blah 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 so you pre-game very early and then you get all together this is pre-uber so we all got a maxi cab together get there as soon as I get there not even uh, I'm gonna give it like 15 minutes tops went to the tent where they had all the drinks I was ordering a drink at the bar Looked to my right, could hear this like retching, like vomit sound. Oh, Looked no. to my right, a girl's vomiting into the plastic spin. So <gasps> this is, I'm going to say 11 a.m., like on a <gasps> Wednesday. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. She said too much, didn't care. Kept going. Everyone watches the races. I didn't. Got sloshed in the tent, listened to the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so upsetting. It just is so cringy and creepy. Then I need to go to the bathroom, port so oh, everybody's no. trashed. Another thing is that they give you the little, um, if you want to like walk around the field and things like that, you can take a drink. So they give you those little like mini champagne bottles with a straw. So you can take okay. that. So everyone has that. So everyone's got at least like seven, eight under their belt. Then Jesus. I'm waiting for the toilet and busting. Then I look over, a girl is squatting over <gasps> a wheelie bin. Her friends no. are supporting her and she's kissing no. in the bin. With her fascinator like falling down oh. her face. And that's when I called it and I left shortly after going to the bathroom because oh. it was just so haggard and it's so disgusting and there's rubbish everywhere. It's just, oh. it, but it's also fascinating because it's like this kind of signified, like, you know, Australian culture thing. And I was like, but it is because it's exactly what Australian culture is. 
It's disgusting. It's super approved, you know, like really toxic binge drinking, um, littering. It's just, yeah, feral. Abusing animals. I'm like, Abusing oh. animals. I know, but it's also, it's just like, I don't think we should expect anything more. <laughs> it was disgusting. <sighs> that was my one experience with the rest. It's why I'm really interested now that so many young people are swinging to say that they don't care and that they don't see it as like relevant or necessary. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when people are like, oh, I just like it for the fashion. I'm like, doll, the fashion's fashion? terrible. There's, I see hideous. people dress better at Woolworths on a Thursday morning. Like, Absolutely. it's not. It's gross. Feel fashion. It's just disgusting. Oh, the best pics that come out from Melbourne Cup are the pics of people just at their worst. Sloshed. And, yeah. Because it, and it, just, it's, it's fascinating because it, it's so bad. Like, that's mm. what I was kind of shocked at because I'd seen images, but I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to the Brisbane version. So it'll be yeah. average. No. Psycho. Psycho, psycho behavior. Just so many things. And I was like, what? Also, just like dudes like pissing wherever they want because you're out in a field. Like, just, it's just the, yeah, it's the worst of the worst. And it was so disgusting. I'm so glad that that like ship has sailed. Like, thank God. Well, thank you, Hannah, for joining me. A beautiful chat. Before we go, do you have a recommendation? Any recommendation? Anything your heart desires. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you can go listen to Jesswa's new album, Life Short. Yes! Yes! <laughs> That's my recommendation. I love that. Do you have any work up at the moment? Your work at UTS, has that closed now? No, it closes on the 11th of the 11th, which is a lovely omen. 11th of 11th, 2022. <gasps> Great numbers. So one week, one week left to go see my show at UTS in Sydney. Yeah, it's called Neon Oracle Power Waves, also up in the big foyer of the new UTS building, which looks like like an airport. It's amazing. Yeah, it's wild. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of No Offence But. I hope you had a good laugh. I really did. And maybe you even learnt something new. I also did that. Intelligence and pop culture aren't mutually exclusive. It is more than okay to moss out on things that are far away from your own life. Just live and let live, I say. Find out more about Hannah, Hannah's exhibition, Neon Oracle, myself and Blackbirds via the links in the show notes. Like, share, subscribe, review, do it all. Too much is not enough. I will be back next week with another fabulous conversation for you. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are. Bye.